0: This city's sleeping in the ocean. We're, we're live. Live. <laughs>
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. I'm Corey.
0: I'm Alex.
1: Today, we are doing a remote location recording, so oh, we don't yeah. have our fancy gear. No. We're on a little vacation. You can hear people uh,
0: yard doing, work, doing yard, yard work? working and oh, constructing. What?
1: Alex forgot to turn her phone on airplane mode.
0: I did though. That's weird. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How's it going, wife?
0: It's going well. Yeah. How are you?
1: Good, great. Yeah. Except for this, um, you know, guy doing all, all of the sawing and construction.
0: <laughs> Is it really loud? No, it's okay. Okay. Um. Well, let's just dive right into it. Okay. Um. Wednesday wisdom. We'll kind of, I will explain what my, I will now explain what my Wednesday wisdom is, but it'll explain why we're doing this remote podcast. Um, So a couple of days ago, I was thinking, gah, I hate that I have not been to the beach yet. I wish that I could go take a trip to the beach. Looked at my calendar and was like, well, I teach early Sunday, so I could go to the beach for the day after. Not ideal, but at least it's something. And then I realized that I had Monday off because both of my clients are traveling um, that I cook for. And then I thought, oh, well, that would be fun to do like a 24-hour 20, a trip. We, I could get a hotel and um, I texted you and you said you were working on Sunday, which is a bummer. Um, but then I thought, well, it might be nice actually to do a solo trip. I've never done a solo trip. It would be nice to have some time for myself and... I can bring my book and my journal and just have time for myself. So I did it. Hey. And I think it's here we are. And here we are. And you came to visit. You came up to visit yesterday. Um, So I kind of we hit two birds with one stone because on on theme of our our topic today, on the subway you had said I just want you to think about if this if this was flipped and I was going on a solo trip, how you would feel about it. Mm. And I said, you're right. I realized that I would be pretty bummed <laughs> that I wouldn't get to share that experience with you because yeah. we both love to have experiences with people. That's one of our love languages, which yeah. we'll get into later. Yeah. Um, so I said, okay, well, why don't we compromise? And I am doing a great job of, like, foreshadowing yeah. what's about to happen later.
1: Until until you just said that out loud. Yeah, you doesn't were doing matter. great.
0: It doesn't matter. I'm really proud of myself right now.
1: <laughs> High five. Um, but
0: yes. Um, so I said, let's compromise. I found a cheap place for two nights, so I would have my alone time, and then you would come up, and then we'd have some time together. So win-win.
1: Win. Win-win-win.
0: Win-win-win-win-win. So again, I just recommend... Booking some time for yourself to do a solo trip. I think it was it was really great to not, especially for someone who spends a lot of time and energy thinking about others and, um, mm. it just that's my line of work is thinking of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really nice to only have to think of myself and what do I want to do right now. It doesn't matter. I just decide whatever I want to do mm-hmm. and not have to worry about others people's decisions and what they want to do. So that it was really nice. Is
1: some great advice people yeah. should take if they can. Yeah. Uh, I'm into that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you you decided to come out because I get to benefit from it. <laughs> um, my Wednesday wisdom uh, is just kind of a, not, more, not necessarily wisdom, just kind of like a life hack I've learned recently. Um, I find it very distracting to be trying to be creative sometimes while the internet's on and I'm getting all these alerts and my phone's going mm-hmm. off. So I've been... First thing in the morning when I open my computer is turning off Wi-Fi uh, and and putting my phone on airplane mode and setting a two-hour timer. And it's amazing how much more you can get done in two hours of focused, uninterrupted work Mm -hmm. rather than like four hours of like distracted... You know, every time there's an email, I need to respond right away. Like, you don't, no you don't. Mm -mm. So people can wait. It's
0: the beauty of email. It's the beauty of email. You respond when you can.
1: Exactly. So yeah, um, Wednesday tip, I guess I would call it, is uh, turn off your phone and computer if you really want to focus on getting some stuff done. If there's
0: someone who can't, who like needs to have the internet for work, (laughs) Is there a way that you can? Put I mean, your, I guess you can yeah. disable iMessage if you have yeah. a I, iMac or yeah. an
1: iMac. Yeah, if you're working from, from your computer. An Apple? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: an iMac? Yeah. Oh, that's the it's thing. An Apple. Okay, yeah, that yeah. sounded
1: weird. You can. Um, one thing is, you know, I see a lot of people, they'll be on their computers and then they'll get an alert on their phone and then they like, pick up their phone. Like mm-hmm. at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Put your phone on grayscale and or on airplane mode and then disable grayscale. iMessage. Yeah. Grayscale is where you can turn the colors off. Mm-hmm. Oh, good friend Tony ubertasio taught me about that one um it's not as fun to look at your phone without all the crazy <laughs> dopamine going into mm-hmm. your brain because of the cool colors yeah so totally yeah would you want to do it di- <clears throat> you're eating when chewing and talking with your mouth full. i'm sorry that is so disrespectful I'm to so our listeners. Sorry. swallow that food
0: <laughs> but i have to chew it first <laughs> would you want to do a digital detox with me Ooh I'm
1: mm. sh- I mean, short answer. Yes, but I would have to make sure that there was no like there's nothing that was going to go wrong. And the other reason why I don't is because <laughs> so for those of you who haven't, I have haven't told this story to you. Um, I was in my office, I think on a on a Thursday and I get a knock on the door. Now, mind you, Nathan had just left for Costa Rica for a week. I get a knock on the door, and it's the New York City Marshal saying that everyone on the entire floor had been evicted. So that was yeah, a little crazy. We had, it was a, it was crazy, and the whole floor, uh, the building owner had kind of screwed over the tenants. But uh, we're out of there. We found a new place. But like, basically, what happened with Nate was like I was unable to get a hold of him. And then like the worst happened. And I know if that was me, I would be like,
0: Well, I don't think digital detox means you have to be, have your phone on airplane mode and you can't look at it. It's more of let's not scroll mindlessly for hours at a time. Sure. Or the second you don't have anything to do, don't reach for your phone to pick it up and start scrolling. Yeah. It's more about if you're at a stop walk, just stop there. (laughs) Right. You don't have to. If you're going to the bathroom, you don't have to look at your phone. Sure. Be one with your poop. (laughs) God,
1: I knew you were gonna take it there. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm into that. I can do what I can do
0: that. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Okay. Um. Okay. So we're gonna go into um. I guess this is the last of our um Summer, summer series. Summer series. And we're finishing with um. How to. Be a gray relationship person. That'd be a gray relationship. <laughs> great.
1: Per- oh, you said gray.
0: No, I'm pretty sure I said great. Check the tape. <laughs> Roll the tape. <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're just saying we're experts <laughs> hey. on relationships. I, I, mean, I think we
1: have the right to say that. Yeah, we've been together a very long time.
0: We have been together for a very long time, and even though we've only been married for a year, I feel like nothing in our relationship, like our relationship. Um, Like, nothing has really shifted in our relationship. I don't don't, think marriage
1: changed anything for me other than it's just cool to say that you're my wife.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I don't feel any more
1: or less sense of responsibility.
0: Nope. No. And I think that's because in our relationship, before we got married, we had already instilled all of that into our relationship. And that's why we've been together for 11 (laughs) years.
1: The only... The only thing that changed was you... Saw a cockroach in the apartment. Oh God! I was out with friends, and you said, <laughs> "But you know I why quoted, I said that? I am your wife. You need to come home right now."
0: And you know why I said that? It's because Nathan, the way Nathan always jokes, like, "I am your wife." God damn it! <laughs> I'm your, I'm that's why wife, I said it. That's why I said yeah, it. No, nothing's really changed. <laughs> no. Anyway, okay. So I think one of the reasons why we have such a strong relationship is because we have trust in each other Mm -hmm. and we started our relationship long distance and side note if you want to hear more about that in episode like 2 or 3 we talk about um, why we waited 10 years to get married and so we talk a lot about our relationship but if you didn't know we started our relationship long distance and we were also friends first Mm -hmm. for quite some time Mm -hmm. so we already had that trust built in going into our relationship and we have done nothing to each other to break that trust. And I think that's why I believe that's the foundation of a strong relationship is having trust with your totally. partner.
1: Yeah. I echo everything you just said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't really think of anything else to say except for that. It's just really yeah. important. Yeah. Because if you don't trust your partner... Like, for example... <clears throat> I guess I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> people... Think some people find it strange that we have each other's thumbprints mm-hmm. on, on our phones. Yeah, I get our, a
1: lot of we- people think that yeah. that's weird.
0: Um, and I think because if you don't have trust in your relationship and you're doing something that's maybe not so trustful, mm-hmm. that your partner could potentially go into your phone and catch you. Right. But we are very open. Yeah. And. On, sometimes your phone is closer to me and if i want to look something up i'm just going to grab it and go to google yeah. like i'm not looking through your text messages or looking no. through yeah. emails because i trust you i don't yeah. need to do that no totally so i think that's why some people find it weird is i've <laughs>
1: seen people like when we're out to eat like and you grab my phone and do that i've seen people look at me and be like yo like trying to help me out like oh, yo yo she's looking through your phone dude I got you back. I got you though. <laughs>
0: I, got I got you. Got Did you. you not see that? Yeah, I got you. I got you,
1: bro. I'm like, oh, it's cool. that's funny.
0: That's funny. Cool. Yeah, <clears> throat> yeah throat> um, we both have nothing do to you hide remember, from each other. Do you
1: remember when we were at that? We were at this awkward dinner party. Yes.
0: You love oh my telling god,
1: story. it's so so awkward. And um, the guy, I don't even remember who it was, but this guy like had a phone, and like she tried to grab his phone, and then she like retouched. She's it. like, he won't let me look at his phone. Oh my god, he's cheating on me! <laughs> and we were both like. Oh, it just got really awkwardly quiet and I wanted to leave or jump off the balcony that we were on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trust yeah. is very important. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so I would say if you don't have that trust, you gotta figure out a way to mm. to get that. Ye. Yeah. Um, you wanna...
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're compromising by letting me read the notes. <laughs> yeah, I think compromise, reciprocity, um, and letting go of being right is important.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this trip is a perfect example of compromise.
1: Hey, yeah. Well, I mean, like I know you and, you know, for me to say
0: And I know you. Right.
1: <clears throat> but when you're like I'm going to go to the beach by myself, I was like okay, like I'm 100% on board with that. Of course. Because I mean, who doesn't love going to the beach? But for me, I was like I know that if I did that to like if I did that and just said it was what I was doing, like mm-hmm. that your feelings would be hurt. Cause you're like, well, what, what? Why aren't you even thinking about me? Like, cause you know. But
0: I did think about you because I, I asked you first, and then when you couldn't go, I was like, well, I'm gonna go anyway.
1: Yeah, totally fine. Um. So, but the the, you were so quick to compromise and be like, oh, I, you know what? You're you're totally right. I would feel this way. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do this? And I was just like, cool, great. But the fact that I was comfortable enough to like tell you, mm-hmm. and not even I wouldn't call it, holding up a mirror but Mm-mm. kind of I mean yeah, just being like, Hey, bit. like, look, if this I've, was the other way, yeah. you, you might be kind of upset. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, you know what? You're, you're totally right. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it wasn't about me being right. Cause I was, no. o- I was okay with it either way.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but, um, I think that it was just very sweet of you to say, no, absolutely. I want to let's, let's caveat and pivot and we'll do it this way. It's yeah. so that's just a small example of compromise, but yeah. Um, the The openness and willingness to bend and be flexible is super important in relationships, and that's why I think we've been... Because I didn't want to move to New York first. We, mm-hmm. We've done a whole podcast about that. Yeah. And now I'm, like, totally <laughs> no, into no, it, you know? It's yeah. so like, you never know yeah. what being flexible and being, like, into hearing other people's ideas, yeah. could, kind of where it could lead you or help you grow. Yeah. So compromise is super important.
0: Yeah. And I think also... As you mentioned, reciprocity, like making sure you and your partner, like you're, as you mentioned, how would you feel if this was reversed? Like, it's important to think about your other partner, like Mm -hmm. how would they feel? And it's not just
1: about you. It's a, a, a relationship is a living thing. You have yeah. to like feed it and like nourish it yeah. and like listen to it and take care of yeah. it. It's a it's a it's a thing.
0: Yeah. Years ago, when we first started talking about what our wedding would be like and, and whatnot, you had said, and this was, I remember having these conversations in Modesto. So this was probably Long time ago. eight nine years ago. Um, you had said, well, the the wedding is all about the girl, so you do whatever you want. And I remember stopping and saying. No, a wedding is a compromise. It's the marriage of two people coming together. It is young. not about what I want. I was a it's younger. about what we want. <laughs> right. Also, I don't care really, yeah. so I don't want to make these decisions on my own. <laughs> so this is a compromise.
1: I mean, you did care though a little bit, and yeah, I had my own certain, like little yeah, things. There I were like, certain see this. things
0: yeah. I, I cared about, <clears throat> but it was also it was more about this is. This is a marriage of two people. This sure. is two people coming together. Well, it's it's so not funny. just about the, the bride.
1: To go to weddings now, like, I see... Like, every wedding is almost like a reflection of the two people. Yeah. Right? As and it should be. No, I know. But I, it's so much... It says so much about their character and, like, who they are and yeah. the type of people. It's... I don't know. I, weddings are so interesting because you just get... I feel like it's... If you look into and read into everything, you can, like disseminate a lot of information about the couple, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's kind of fun.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Do you think about our wedding? No. (laughs) You're just smiling.
0: Yeah, I'm just smiling. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so we talked about letting go of not being right, I think is really important because I could have stayed strong and said no I would not feel the same way if the situation was reversed. <clears throat> and I said, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I would feel this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important when you're having disagreements or arguments. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people have been known to hold grudges mm-hmm. or hold on to things that they can like take out of their back pocket and Blow bring up, up yeah. into arguments, which there is... I'm a fan of... It's in the past, I'm letting it go, we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I've ever done that when we've had disagreements. No. Brought something up in the past, it's like, well, you did this. No,
1: never, once.
0: And I think um, another reason why our relationship is so strong is because we don't really have fights. Yeah. We have disagreements because totally. we're human and that's normal. And you're annoying. But, yeah, I am fucking annoying, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't... We have conversations about it. Yeah, we don't yell. When we have disagreements, yeah. we bring it up and, you know, hey, this is bothering me, let's, cho- let's talk about this. But you, in the very beginning of our relationship, said, I don't yell, I don't do, like, drag, out, knock, pu- punch. What is that? What do you always say? Drag down,
1: knock out fights.
0: That's the one. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't do that, and I'm not going to do that with you. Yeah. And I think that that was something that again built the foundation of our strong relationship was to not have those yelling arguments. So when we have disagreements, we both know, okay, we're just going to talk about this respectfully. Right. We're going to compromise. We're going to let go of not being right all the time and just being honest and open. And I can't, I can think, I can think of maybe like two or three situations where we are passionate and our voice gets elevated. But we both have been able to say to each other, I feel like you're yelling at me. Please do not yell at yeah. me. And the other person is like, I'm not yelling. I'm just getting, <laughs> you know, heated. Because there is a difference between yelling at someone and just having a loud voice. Right. Um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't do... I don't, like without giving too much information away. Like, you know, my family was loud. Like, yeah. Um, so I think growing up I was always <laughs> at the I was always at the the edge of my rope with just the screaming and the yelling. So yeah. when we got together I said, Listen, like I don't I don't yell, I don't like to be yelled at, I don't <clears throat> wanna have these Yeah you know, crazy I don't want you to go crazy and be all you know yeah. yelly. Like if that's basically, I think I was like, if that's the kind of person you are, like I don't want to yeah. be. I was very upfront. I you was know? like, mm-hmm. I don't yell. I don't
0: because yeah.
1: yelling doesn't accomplish anything. <clears throat> no, it's you, your ideas are not going to be conveyed any better Mm-mm. by screaming at somebody.
0: I would say it would lessen your chance of yeah. <laughs> getting your message across. I do
1: think that it. I do think it is appropriate for parents to be stern with kids, mm-hmm. but I don't think yelling like it's for me anytime, but stern and yelling is but yeah, it's different. yeah but anytime yeah. my parents were like I'm super disappointed in you was always such a more of a dagger to the heart than like just yelling yeah because I'm like like because when they were yelling at me I was like fuck you why are you yelling like get over it yeah but if they were quiet ooh, <laughs> oh man which yeah. very rarely happened <clears throat> yeah but um yeah so we don't really yell at each other we don't really fight I mean
0: no we don't
1: we did have an, a disagreement I mean, it was close to a fight, but like, you hate the way people chew. Yep. And I don't even remember it's, what the ha- specific. I'm sorry, were. I have to
0: defend myself. It's not, I hate the way people you chew. You have misophonia. I have a
1: diagnosable
0: gut- guttural. Reaction when I hear people chew a certain way—that Yes. That makes me want to be very violent—and <laughs> I'm not a violent person. Right. Right. So I—I've never thought darker thoughts than when <laughs> when I hear someone chewing.
1: Yeah. So like, it's it and was frustrating it because I take personally. it personal, and I'm and I'm very and I'm try to be super sensitive to it. Yeah. So anytime. I'm hypersensitive to it around right? mm-hmm. Like to the point where I'll get up and leave the room if it's a quiet room.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, hey, come back and sit with me. And you're like, nope. nope. <laughs> but no, we have... I know. that's a trap. <laughs> it's, it's, a a tra- trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. But we have learned over the years that if there's music or other sounds going on, my brain's able to yeah. kind of compartmentalize the sounds. But and we I got into it on one it so day
1: because I was like, I feel every You're like, why do you take it personally? And I was like, it's, I know, I know mentally <laughs> that me taking it personally doesn't make sense. Yeah. I understand yeah. the concept, but I still take it so fucking personally because like, it's not something I can tr- control,
0: and it's not something that right. I can. But control. but I feel,
1: but I, but then I feel personally responsible for, it and it was infuriating because I was, yeah. I felt that you couldn't understand where I was coming from, and you felt that I couldn't understand where you were coming from. Yeah. So we just kept going around in circles.
0: it's <laughs> Like, yeah. let's just stop. And then finally, it was like, okay, look, I know, and this is kind of how we came to the conclusion is because a lot of times when it when I hear you, I think these are the conversations that I have to, in my to myself is. I know he gets upset. I'm gonna push through. It's not gonna bother me. I don't wanna hurt his feelings. And then all of a sudden, I can't control it anymore. And then I have this body reaction where I'm just like, oh my God, stop. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you get upset. Right. But I learned that if I don't push myself and wait, if I just upfront say, like, I think um, the other day I just touched you. And you knew. (laughs) And it was a very calm, (laughs) stop fucking doing that touch. (laughs) And I think it was just over like that. Yeah, totally. So again, it's going through these conversations calmly and listening to each other, not having to be right. Because I could have been, you know, pushed my foot farther into the ground of, well, there's not anything I can fucking do about it because I can't control it.
1: Right. I also think that the reason we don't, like fight that much is because neither of us are super like combative people like we're both pretty pretty agreeable yeah. and way willing to compromise which is I think a yeah. healthy upbringing and
0: my, when that's like one of my mom's favorite words yeah. is compromise yeah for sure so I was you definitely had, grown yeah. up with that yeah
1: attitude. and both of my parents were really good at like talking about feelings and yeah. like let's yes we had yes I'm mad at you let me tell you why yeah And then, you know, it always ended with hugs and and everything was, you know, it was fine. But we had to, we were forced to talk about it. So it's like, yeah, I think the fact that mentally we're both kind of stable in that way is, is good. Um, I also think that, that people can be good friends and Mm -hmm. terrible partners for people. Totally. So that's a thing. I we have a, we have a mutual friend who is a great friend, great person, but like not so great of a boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Um. But that's something that we talk about. Like, wow, this person's so different in his friendships than he is in his relationships, and it's just kind of mind blowing. Yeah. But um, yeah. So anyway, that one yeah. Be right I here.
0: think also that like cheesy <coughs> saying of "Don't go to bed angry." Yeah. Totally. It might it might work for some couples, but for us, I think it's better to just put no. a period on it, yeah. like finish it out, and then well, even if we go to you bed, you can obs- end on a happy yeah. note.
1: Even if you and I go to bed upset with each other, we still are holding hands. Like yeah. it's not. It's like because you know still, that this will pass. Yeah, and it's I still not love you. I'm thing. pissed off at you, but I I love you, and like we'll wake up and it'll be. It's almost like sometimes it's just like we'll wake it's, up and yeah. forget about it. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't even like. what were we be mad at each other for? Yeah, but and that's one of the to things- see that people don't fight or don't disagree is crazy. We no. definitely do, no. but like. But- it's just not about well, yeah. not crazy stuff.
0: I say that we don't have fights because in my mind, the definition of fights is, argu- is yelling and being aggressive and angry.
1: Slamming of doors. And, so I yeah, think that we totally. just have disagreements, yeah, to-
0: totally.
1: which is totally normal.
0: Yeah. Um, I think also you just have to... I totally just lost all of my words. <laughs> um. Kind of talking a little bit about arguments and, as we mentioned earlier, like not always having to be right, learning to admit your faults. Which we 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 just kind of mentioned about our little disagreement about my misophonia is, okay, I'm realizing that I'm doing something that's upsetting you and I can learn to change and I can learn to work on this and grow. Sure. But at the same time, if there's something that you, admitting your faults is different than, you know... Changing who you are if there's something that's like very strong in you that you don't want to change Then that's something that you need to communicate with your partner because if they're 100%. really strong about you changing something yeah. Then maybe that relationships not yeah. gonna work out Exactly but admitting your faults. I think is is really important.
1: I mean when was the last time I left the towel on the bed Yesterday no
0: yeah. No. Yeah, the towels on the bed and I said, "Do you We're want- on vacation. <laughs> oh, it's Come different on. when it's not. When we're our at home. Towels. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. You've been really been great
1: really about great that. really about that. But that's something that really pissed you off. And I was like, yeah, "Is this a- habit worth keeping for me if it's going to upset her?" <laughs> and the answer is no. No. So, yeah.
0: Do you know why I don't like towels on because the bed? Because they get moldy and they're yeah, gross. I know. And they need to air out.
1: I I am 100% <laughs> on board with that. And I know the science, but I- What's
0: something that I have done to change, to change or something that you want me to change oh
1: um well or when I
0: have admitted my faults to you
1: you we've had this conversation that we we take care of like the cats a little bit differently like the cats always get taken care of mm-hmm. you provide them with a little bit more extra love and attention than <laughs> I would where I would be like they can wait 20 more minutes before I feed them. Yeah. You're like, right now, right now. Yeah. So, um, I would say, like, you know, we can probably relax a little bit, but also you're like, no, I love them. And, and it's like, okay. Well,
0: I feel bad because they can't, they literally cannot you, feed themselves. I know. We are in charge of that.
1: I understand that.
0: But... Uh, also,
1: they are so well fed and taken care of that if they have to wait an extra 20 minutes, I'm like, they can just wait <laughs> till I'm ready. Yeah. They are pets. But... Again, like, it's not something that you're like, it's like a crazy thing that you do. It's just, yeah, you know.
0: But we, we talked about that and mm-hmm. I said, like, you're right. You are taking care of them. It's just not the way I would take care exactly. of them. And if I'm going to ask you to do something, I have to be okay with it. You doing it your right. way. Exactly. And if I want it done my way, I just have to do it myself.
1: There, Well, that's, yeah. I mean, a perfect example of that is you making the cat's food. I was like, this is not something that I would normally do. If you want to do the cat food, it's probably going to have to be a you thing. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to help out every now. Yeah, and, then. and you
0: said that from the <clears> from the <throat> beginning. And you have made food while yeah. I was when I while, while yeah but so when so you were at when school.
1: But it is it is a difficult task that is not something I would <gasps> normally do. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> do you have some of the cat food? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> um, no, but you could eat it I, if you <laughs> want to. <it's> definitely <laughs> consumable by humans. Uh, you would be a super. I kind of want you to try it.
0: You, <laughs> I don't want to fuck? try it. <laughs>
1: All the way off. What? How dare you? Banana and tuna blended.
0: It's not tuna. It's,
1: chicken. Oh, it's, that's so much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just one banana. It just gives it a little sweetness. A
1: little je ne sais quoi. <laughs> all right. What's, what yeah. do we have next?
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, the importance of intimacy.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> not just physical, <laughs> but emotional. Emotional, yes. Because all of the things we've <clears> talked <throat> about... You have to be intimate with your partner and talk about your emotions and talk about your faults and let go of being right. Like those are all ways of being emotional. Sorry, intimate emotionally. Yeah. Um, And of course, most people would agree that physical attraction and physical intimacy is important just as much.
1: Oh my gosh, I think it's, I think it's half. Yeah. Um, You know, every time I see you, I'm like. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi there.
0: Um, <laughs> you talking about Casey's wedding. Yes. So, I had a
1: hard time, man. <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> Casey Corey's brother got married a couple weeks ago, and I had my hair done and I was in a dress and I had a little makeup on. Three things that very rarely <laughs> happen in my life. <laughs> um, And I come like running in with the marriage license because I knew they were waiting. And Corey was like, oh my God, oh my gosh, oh my God, like literally all over me, (laughs) could not stop touching me. And I could see out of the corner of my eye that he just had, he had heart eye emojis all over his face and was just so enamored. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. But then also your dad was right in front of us. And I was like, and I turned to him and I said, you need to cool it.
1: I couldn't. It was hard. It was hard. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are the sexiest woman in the room all the time. So
0: something you say almost any time we're with a group of people. At the end of the night, you say... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it You were the prettiest girl in that's the room right, That's right <laughs> It's
1: true Yeah No, but um, Yeah, I mean We've been together a very long time And uh, the physical side of things are I mean, they're just always getting better So, I mean, that's super important too I think too. also
0: because you're, we're being intimate And we're talking about yeah. The things that We want or need
1: Yeah, for sure It's It's Both physically and emotionally yeah (laughs) it's just really important (laughs) yeah definitely but um yeah communicate 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 yeah because once
0: you lose that that's when paths get crossed or (coughs) when lines don't intersect and that's usually what leads to
1: yeah yeah. i would even say for people that are in not great relationships if you're not having these kinds of like physical connections and physical uh, or emotional connections like and you you see that it's not working, like get out sooner rather than later. Like that's I have a lot of friends that are like with people that are like, I don't know, like we're just not really connecting. I guess like New York is a lot different, but I'm always just like, Well why are you there? Like find someone else. Yeah. Because some people like it's convenient or they don't want to be alone. But if you're not communicating with your partner in a couple of different ways, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hard time.
0: Yeah. For sure. I agree. Um, and I think this leads into Learning your partner's love language and learning how they communicate. Because men and women communicate differently. Really? Yes. That's
1: so weird.
0: Some women, correct me if I'm wrong, I may have done this in the past, but I don't think I do this anymore. They'll say things that will allude to something different. Or they'll say something, or they'll want their partner to do something without saying it. Like, I want him to, okay, good example. Um, Riley called me out on this, and I got so frustrated because I don't do that. When I told you for Christmas, I don't want a gift. Oh, yeah. He was like, that means that that you really do want a gift, and you didn't say it. And I said, no, honestly, I do not want a gift because my love language is time, and I told you, I don't want a gift, I'd rather just save money and go somewhere with you.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: But sometimes girls will do that, is they'll say, like, I, I don't want, want a gift. gift, but they want their partner to want to give them a gift. Right. So they'll they want a game. It's a game. Like, stop fucking playing games. Yeah. Just be upfront and honest and learn how your partner communicates. And as I mentioned, love languages, learning your partner's love language is really important because if your love language, one of your love language is physical touch, mm-hmm. and that's probably my lowest one. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you want to give me physical touch and hug me and touch me and cuddle with me. And sometimes I don't <laughs> want you to touch me <laughs> because I'm just, I need to be in my own bubble for a, a minute. Yeah, totally. And when, once we figured that out, it was a game changer. Because one, I let you touch me more because I knew that was his love language. Mm -hmm. He's given me love. I need to be Mm -hmm. open and receive it. And then also you knew to not take it personally when you wanted to hold my hand or, you know, put your arm around me. And I was like, it's 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 uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) You can can sniff my armpit in a day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think, um, I mean, you're definitely a time and acts of service kind of a. Kind of a gal. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of nice things for a lot of nice people. You also like to give cards and gifts. You have a couple of different lo- lo- love languages for for friends and for family. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean, once we, I mean, I, I think your mom gave us that book, right? Was it your mom? Um,
0: she never. I don't think she gave us that book. I she just re- read the book I and remem- told us about it. I remember she was the growing one that told up, us. Oh. talking about it. But yeah, so she probably brought it up to us. But. Yeah,
1: I'd never heard about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think. It's It's a great
0: book to read with your partner.
1: Do do we have... Do you know the name of the book?
0: Um, Love Languages. I'm pretty sure it's just going Do we know who wrote it? I will will look it up.
1: She's going to do a little bit of research. This episode is brought to you by (laughs) Love Languages.
0: Um, The book. Oh, apparently there's a quiz you can can take. Um, The Five Love Languages. By whom? By Gary Chapman.
1: Gary Chapman. Way to go, dude.
0: Way to go, dude. Gary. Um, I think also another... um, book that I remember my mom talking about a lot is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. It talks just about how like I mentioned, how women and men communicate differently. It's just learning how your partner and It's just learning how your partner communicates. Didn't
1: you have an example? Some of you said that you listened to this girl talking about something. Oh, yes, thank you.
0: So I was at the yoga studio and these three single girls were talking to each other. All the single ladies? All the single ladies (laughs) were talking to each other. And one girl says, yeah, I'm in this, I really like this guy, but I'm not, I don't think we're there yet to like make it exclusive and that's fine. And she said, okay, I need advice because I asked him when we could hang out next. And he said oh, I'm hanging out with friends tonight, you're welcome to come, or tomorrow I have some time off. And I said, that's, that's great. What do, you, what do you want to do? Do you want alone time with him, or do you want to hang out with his friends tonight? She Is she goes,
1: afraid of being too, like, forward? and?
0: Well, she said, um, well, I just don't know if he really wants me there because he said, you're welcome to come. Like that just doesn't sound very inviting. Like he doesn't want me to come. And someone else started talking and I said, well, I'm sorry, hold on. I'm sorry if this sounds like blunt, but I think you're being a classic female right now, reading into more than what it was. And I think he's being a classic male that that is his way of welcoming you. And whereas you read it as, you know, oh, you're you're more than welcome to come. Like it's, you know, whatever. I think it's him saying, you're welcome to come. And I think you're reading into it a little bit. It's hard to. If you want to do this, I think you need to do it. He's inviting you. If men are men, if he didn't want you to be there, he wouldn't have invited you. Mm -hmm. He
1: was just. It's "It's not like women that
0: play games. Yeah, he would have said, "I have time tomorrow. I'm hanging out with the guys tonight." Yeah. If you want to go, fucking go. And she goes, "Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right."
1: I'm like, what does he end up doing?" Oh, I want to hang out more. Yeah,
0: no, she, she, she went. She was like, "Yeah, I have clothes. Like, I'll change after this, and I'll go." I'm like. Yeah, stop being a girl and stop reading into it differently. (laughs) Like, he's a guy. That's what he does. That's really funny. (laughs) Yeah, so... Hmm. You know. We say things differently. That's true. We say things differently. Um, Okay, so we have some... Is there anything else that you would like to say or add or Um, share?
1: No. I mean... No? I think we're... I think let's take some questions from the audience.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me find these questions. I forgot to ask if people are okay with me saying their names, so I will just...
1: Yeah, maybe not.
0: Not. Excuse me.
1: Oh my God. I can't believe I stopped Stop doing that. I'm sorry. Burping right into the microphone.
0: Um, Okay. People are listening. So someone said, what can you tell us about leaving the honeymoon phase? Was it hard or intimidating?
1: Never left. Still in it. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... No, that's not true. I don't think... in in terms of the first two weeks when you're completely enamored with each other, um, I think it comes and goes.
0: Yeah.
1: I think we've I've, we've had several honeymoon phases.
0: I think so too. I
1: think it's a, it's a, if you work at it, it could be cyclical.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Um, I but think- if you are so in love with someone, and then all of a sudden you don't feel the same way, and you keep feeling the same way, that might be yeah something to examine.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, last night you looked at me, you did something, you looked at me the certain way and all of a sudden I just got, this sounds so fucking corny and I hate (laughs) myself for saying this, but I felt this feeling like a mix between butterflies and your stomach turning and goosebumps that I remember getting in the very beginning of our relationships, Mm. in our relationship. So I think... I, I I really don't know when we've left the honeymoon phase. I know that there have been phases and parts in our relationship where it was like, oof, we are not on a good page right now, but mm-hmm. we're going to turn it eventually. Sure. And I think that we both do the nice romantic gestures that we did for each other. Yeah. That we did in the very beginning of our relationship. Definitely. When we were in the honeymoon phase. So Yeah, I would agree. I, I agree. think there are hard times, but just realizing and recognizing, you know, you'll get out of it and...
1: I think there's also, I mean, if she's talking specifically about physicality and sex, I think that that's also, like, a different thing. Like, when you first get together, you, like, want to have sex all the time. Yeah. And then, if we've been together for 11 years, sometimes you're just, like, not having as much sex as you want to have. And then yeah. sometimes you're, like, playing catch-up, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like uh Yeah. So, if if that was a part of the question, yeah, um, it, that's also cyclical. I mean... It comes and goes without being too explicit because our parents listen to this podcast. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And again, it goes back to like being intimate and having those conversations. Totally. With, with your partner. Yeah.
1: Even saying, like, I want to have more sex. Great. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Let's start right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, someone said, is Corey on board with all the health and food stuff? I find it hard with my partner.
1: Ooh, you wanna? that comes and goes. Sometimes I'm very on board and sometimes I'm not good at it. I'm not, um, I have a, my relationship with food is not quite like yours. I, I have for a long time viewed eating as kind of like an inconvenience and just like something that has to get done in order for me to not want to kill people. So like, I get very angry, like when I'm hungry. <clears throat> so they call that. Angry. So um, I am, the, the answer to the question is I am 100% on board with everything that she does. I think if I wasn't with you, I would be a lot more unhealthy than I am now. Yeah. I eat a mostly vegetarian diet. Um, I, I definitely weigh less than I would if I wasn't with mm-hmm. you. I eat better. Um, I'm very lucky that Alex meal preps a lot, so I get the benefit from that. Um, Very supportive. And I think over the years have gotten, like, better at understanding my relationship with food. And I'm kind of – I go back and forth with it. Sometimes I'm very healthy with it and sometimes I'm not so much.
0: Yeah. And I think for me, I see you go through these waves of being healthy and unhealthy and healthy and unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Which that's also, like, grain of salt because you still – in the scheme of things, you're not, you know, right. eating.
1: My, my blood tests are off the charts. I'm not a, like an unhealthy person. Yeah, I just but sometimes you go through unhealthy.
0: Well, and also like exercise. Like you've been in a non-exercise phase right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people assume that you exercise as much as I do because oh no. that's such a part <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, and I think um, I always support you.
1: Yeah.
0: I always invite you. Yeah. You don't come that often, or maybe you don't come as often as I go to the gym. Right, and that's okay. But you're also
1: very hard to keep up with. You're teaching classes and taking five classes, and you're you're an animal. Yeah, it's hard to keep up. with. in my no in sense. my younger days too, though, I was a high, I was a higher caliber athlete and spent a lot of time in the gym and yeah. a lot of time trying to be a professional athlete. Yeah, and um, I have a lot of like physical ailments and scar tissue and my body is very my body's pretty beat up too Mm -hmm. so like I have a harder time staying physically active but I've realized recently that the answer probably is low impact stuff like yoga and
0: consistency
1: and consistency
0: because if you were consistent with your practice (sighs) yeah and you were consistent with going to the gym and taking time for yourself Mm -hmm. and taking care of yourself yeah you would be able to heal and or work around it.
1: I also use work as an excuse to not exercise and it's bullshit.
0: 100%. 100% (laughs) So that's the
1: answer. I'm 100% on board with everything she does and I'm trying to be like her.
0: Yeah. So yes, for a person, I have a hard time with my partner. I think if you're the person who wants to... If you're the Alex in the relationship, always invite your partner. Always help your partner. But... I'm not gonna say you know I'm not gonna force you to come with me I'm not gonna force you to do anything I'm gonna support you and I'm <clears> gonna <throat> always invite you because I know at some point
1: and call me out when I'm like oh man I feel like shit and you're like maybe it's because you've had four quesadillas yeah. or like maybe because you've eaten nothing but shit and drank no water yeah. like there are moments where you're you call me out on it yes I do and I'm like Or maybe you shouldn't have had six beers. Like, you know what? You're probably right. So
0: Yeah. Or (laughs) my favorite. (laughs) A couple days ago, you were like, I think I'm going to give up dairy. And And then 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 two days later, you ate a whole thing of ice cream. And as you're eating it, I look at you and I go, I thought you were giving up dairy. (laughs) Starting tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, always. Starting tomorrow. Always. 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 so Cooper said, <laughs> Cooper. what is it like to be the proud wife of dad, dad?
1: <laughs> I uh, So I'm dad, dad. Nathan is dad, mom. Cooper's a guy that we work with. Uh, what's it like to be the proud wife of me?
0: <laughs> I am very proud of you. And I th- you are um, not so open to compliments sometimes, especially from yourself. Mm-hmm. You're really hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try and remind you as much as I can how amazing you are and how incredible all the work is that you do and that you're very creative because a lot of times you like to point out your flaws and compare to others <clears throat> which we all do but
1: totally well, i'm thank you i'm very proud of you thank you i know you are.
0: and i try and tell you as much as i can i
1: know i know you do and i know you're proud i, I that's never a question for me yeah Question for myself, <laughs> but not a fair question well, for
0: you. Well, last night we were we were watching um, The Bachelor and we were talking about what quote-unquote character we would be if we were on the show <laughs> and I said, you would fucking kill it on that show <laughs> and you started going into the like, no, no, I'm not, no, I, you, I would be the fat guy on the beach <laughs> and I said not even, you would be the most handsome there. Everyone would be all over your D, not because of your looks, but because you're nice, you're funny, you're smart, (laughs) you're great with humans, like you're such a great extrovert. Like, I think if you look at our friends, it all comes from you.
1: (laughs) I don't think so. Uh,
0: 75 to 85% of our friends are because of you. Okay. Because you're so outgoing and you're so great with people. No. Well, thank you. would you. fucking crush that show. Oh,
1: thank you. You would too. You'd be a great fly on the wall that just gives everyone else advice <laughs> yeah. on how to get the guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would be the one that everyone Coaching goes. everyone. Yeah, I would be the one that, I don't think she's here for the right reasons. <laughs> you're right. I'm not here for the right reasons. <laughs> I just want to see what this show is like. I'm trying
1: to get more Instagram followers. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: Follow me at That's hysterical. Um someone said where would you be if you hadn't met?
1: <clears throat> oh boy. I don't even like to think about that. Although there is another universe that exists where we haven't met and we're living completely different lives. I believe that.
0: You want to know what I think?
1: What do you think?
0: I think I don't I don't know if I believe in soulmates. But I think I believe in destiny, Mm. and I think we were destined to be together. So if our parents had not introduced us and we hadn't been childhood friends, I believe we would have found each other eventually. And if we weren't together in this moment and I had gone to New York by myself, I do not think I would still be here. Mm. I think I would have made it a year, maybe. Because I had a very hard first winter mm-hmm. in New York and got my first dose of seasonal defective disorder, and you really helped pull me out of it mm. and encouraged me and helped me find things to do to get me out of that, so I don't know if I would still be in New York
1: But where would we be if where would we be if we hadn't met?
0: I have no idea
1: <laughs> I think. I mean,
0: I probably I probably would be back in California. I think you'd still be doing in northern California
1: dance though, right?
0: yeah, maybe. I don't know, like you encouraged me to do a lot yeah. so I don't
1: know if I would have ever left Modesto, but probably I don't know yeah, I mean, I' wanted to move to l a for a while yeah but I was ready for a change. I mean if you
0: think about it like you were getting into film and I wasn't you know I we were living <coughs> um long di- we were doing long distance I probably so you yeah. probably would have still gotten into film yeah maybe it just would have looked a little bit differently like yeah, maybe totally. you would have been a freelancer and not had your own company
1: yeah but, well yeah I don't like to think about that I'm neither happy do I <laughs> <laughs>
0: um what's your biggest accomplishment as a couple
1: um, biggest accomplishment. Well, we're like about to be twenty-five episodes into this podcast, which I think yeah, is really cool. That is really cool. Um, biggest accomplishment as a couple, I think. Um, that's a great question.
0: Yeah. I mean, the I mean, the fact
1: that we're still together.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, that that's pretty big. That's a pretty.
1: The fact that we're still together is pretty incredible after it's so long that we've known each other.
0: For a second I thought you were going to say six years (laughs) or something that sounded like you were going to say six for so long. long, Yeah Yeah,
1: I think that's a testament and a big accomplishment but I think the way that we treat each other and the way that we talk about each other is also yeah uh, it's funny you came into uh, work the other day and someone was like oh my god it's so nice to meet you I've heard so much about you Yeah, and I'm like Every time I meet one of your friends for the first time, that's the first thing they say to me is, I've heard so much and about you.
0: Same. It's yeah. always the first thing I say. I talk like about you all says. the time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unless I'm like, you know, bartending to like cute girls and then I'm like, pretend I'm single, you know, <laughs> even though I have a ring on. Try <laughs> to get those tips.
0: Oh, you're so funny. I know. Uh, um, I think I think we have a couple big accomplishments. I think, yeah, just being together for... 11 years, I think, as we mentioned, kind of returning, always returning back to the honeymoon phase, Um, being long distance for three years.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy accomplishment.
0: Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, just that. Moving to New York. I don't know. Starting this podcast was pretty great. Starting
1: (laughs) businesses was also... Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. It's a great question.
0: Um, next is, how do you keep your relationship fresh after 11 plus years? Which I think we've kind of talked about throughout this whole thing. but Yeah. Um, I think the whole
1: podcast is kind of about yeah. this.
0: Yeah. I, I think speaking of, in like gestures and small <laughs> things, like you never stop, you you have never stopped doing small romantic things for me, like getting me flowers or leaving me notes. Um. And I... We're
1: making popcorn and playing Guardians of the Galaxy oh, when you've yeah. had a hard day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Alex loves baby Groot, I bought her a baby Groot mm. that stares at her all day.
0: Mm, it's a planter. It's the most important part of that. Yeah, it's a planter. Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe that could be the picture for this episode. We don't do that. Well, on your, on your...
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I'll, we'll get me... Get yourself a Groot that <laughs> yeah. looks like... No, me, it'll be a picture of me staring at Groot, and, like, we talk about relationships in this podcast. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: is there something that I've done to keep the relationship <clears throat> fresh after 11-plus years? You always
1: keep it fresh. Um, you're always keeping me laughing, and uh, you tell me how proud of me you are and how much you love me, and, and um, yeah, I mean... You, you're always keeping it fresh. Always yeah. wanting to try something new, go on some new adventure, plan yeah. for something. Yeah, that's Save true. for something. Yeah. Inspiring me to get, try again, new things. Again, my love
0: language is time, so I always want to try new things and yeah. go on things. And I think this <laughs> well, is... Well, mine
1: has become... I've morphed into liking time spent because of you. Yeah. Because normally I would be like a gift-giving person, but I think I've moved away from that and been like, I'd much rather... Like, I've realized time has got like way better. So I've kind of, like, switched yeah. teams.
0: But <laughs> um, I still try to do nice things. Yeah, I think that's true. Is like, we are – we do I, – I recognize in myself, like, okay, it's another Saturday night, and I don't want to just sit at home and watch Netflix. Like, what is there something that we can do that go will take get us a, out of our rut?
1: Go take a glow stick yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that was fun. That was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, I think – mixing it up and recognizing when you get in those ruts and figuring out how to pull yourself out. You want to know the next thing I want to do? What? So, I think
1: You want a honeymoon? An actual honeymoon?
0: Well, we'll definitely do that. Let's wait until I'm done with grad school. Okay. Um I think, not I think, I know. What I want to do, I had to collect my thoughts. What I want to do is I want to put Every, I want to get a piece of paper and write every train line on it and like fold it up and put in a hat and then you pull it out and then you, okay, I'm going to go to this train. Like, let's say it's the A. So then we take the, we take whatever train we need to get to the A train and then
1: go all the way. roll
0: the dice and let's say how many stops we're going to take it. And we can put two dice in if we want. Mm. And then however many stops we take. And then we just get out and explore that neighborhood.
1: That sounds dangerous and fun.
0: Why would it be dangerous?
1: Are we doing it in the yeah. middle of the night?
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah, we'll do it through. in the middle of I the like night. I like that. Let's do it. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Fun. To just cause I think we've we kind of tend to gravitate to the same places. So just to yes. A bit. Anyway, I thought about that the other day. I was Let's like, oh it. that'd be fun to start incorporating. Send it. Um how do you stay connected while you're in California for school?
1: Um, lots of can you? Lots of what? Go
0: ahead,
1: no, lots of phone calls and oh. text messages.
0: Yeah. But I think um, the most important thing is recognizing that I'm in school. And you recognize that it's okay if she's not as available to talk as she normally is. Because you support me. And that's something we didn't talk about earlier is how important supporting each other is. Mm-hmm. And learning that sometimes your partner has to put things in front of you. So while I'm in school, school is my number one priority.
1: Hundred percent.
0: I make time for you because that's what makes me happy, and I need that support from you. But you don't get upset if I'm. Not I'm not pissed.
1: jealous of your time. Exactly.
0: Right. Yeah, and right. you don't get upset, or it doesn't like it doesn't feel. Um, it doesn't feel. I don't feel pressure from you. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, I think, yeah, lots of phone conversations and trying to do FaceTime so we can see each other. Um,
1: It's also great, too, because when you're at school, you're staying with my sister, and mm -hmm. I, like, love seeing my sister and my Mm -hmm. nephew. And, like, the fact that you've got to spend now three months with them, I'm so jealous of it because you get to spend all that time with them. Yeah. So the fact that you've got to build, like, a relationship with my sister has been really fun to, like, watch unfold, and, like, it's been one of the biggest like no joke like probably one of the things that bring me brings me the most joy in my life is that you and my sister are s- yeah. as close as you are yeah like that means so much to me and I know it means a lot to you yes it does um but it wasn't always like that and it's like really I feel like I could start crying but it's just super important and and so yeah. I'm never So again
0: you recognize. <clears throat> You recognize that I'm doing things and you recognize that that's what I need and that's good for me and you support me. Yeah, 100%. So I think going back to the question, which is how do you stay connected? It's we support each other and we do FaceTime conversations. And I think most days we at least talk to each other over text message. Some days we don't have phone conversations, but at least text messaging. Um, yeah,
1: you're so busy though. I mean, even I'm just a little bit. So, of your I'm
0: time. so, I'm so busy at yeah. school. Yeah. It's, it is hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um,
1: uh, moving on. Do you moving have any, on. uh, fun, funny things that happened to you this week?
0: Um, fuck yeah, I do. Um, just want to make sure there were no, no other questions.
1: Do you want to get the, my funny thing queued up?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. I don't know where it's at. Yeah. Go ahead. Introduce All right.
1: it. So, Yesterday, we were on the beach, (laughs) and um, we were looking for places to have dinner, and Alex started looking up restaurants, and she's like, oh, there's this place that has like three stars, and then she started reading, then she started reading, (laughs) she started reading the reviews, and I fucking lost my shit, dude. I was dying.
0: I will just, so you can kind of get a glimpse of it. So it has 3.2 stars, and these are the top three reviews. The first one is, it's a Chinese restaurant serving the hood for a few years now. The second one is, the chicken is still pink and they took two hours to bring me my food. The third one is, I thought I was eating rock candy. The rice was so damn hard. So, oh, here it is. (laughs) Okay.
1: This broke me.
0: (laughs) The food was horrible. I found a lot of hair in my food. (laughs) not just I found hair or a hair, a lot of hair. Um, The chicken was still pink and they took over two hours to bring me my food. The French fries were, was, was still raw. And the can of soda was very dirty. (laughs) It had oil and dirt all over the can in all caps. Do not order from this place. (laughs) And when I kept When I keep calling, excuse me, wanting to correct it. When I keep calling to ask how much longer for my food, the hung up on me. And when I called back, they never answered. And I'm seven months pregnant and could die from hunger just waiting on their nasty food.
1: (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. One of the
0: reviews says, great if you are hungry cats and dogs. Oh, here's another one. (laughs) Been eating there since 12-year-old. Now I'm (laughs) 36-year-old. Is that just like proving that you're not dead after eating there for 14 years? (laughs) Please don't visit this restaurant. The service is horrific, and the workers were very hostile and rude. I called for delivery, and they declined, so I called again to hear a Chinese woman say, don't call my restaurant again. They also took... They also take very long with just a batch of small french fries. I would not suggest going here if you're very fond, unless you're fond on being around a bunch of ghetto Chinese people in a crack <laughs> kitchen.
1: <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, man, right. it could go on for no, so long. No, it's so good. But they're still around.
0: But they're still around. Oh, my
1: God. Okay. That was the funniest thing that happened to me. What was the funniest thing that happened to you?
0: Um, we're at Casey's wedding. We're about to go into the ceremony. And, (laughs) do you know what I'm going to (laughs) say? Yeah. So your sister, being the event planner that she is, has a suitcase full of things that could have anything that you need in it. I'm surprised
1: she got past the metal detector.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it took a long time for them to go through that suitcase. Um, (sighs) she, She starts putting Listerine strips on people's tongues and they like both Casey and Alex and I think Billy too hold, held their tongue out not just took the strip and put it on their mouth they held their tongue out and she placed the strips on their tongue and then you said what are you giving out breath communion over there?
1: <laughs> no I said what are you giving out communion over there? <laughs> the body of mint compels you. the mint of Christ
0: Oh, my I, gosh. But
1: it wasn't just our family that was laughing. It was like everyone around was also laughing at the comment because everyone was like, this is weird.
0: I don't remember that, but I just remember you <laughs> saying, what, are you giving out communion over there? Oh, my gosh. That was so fucking funny.
1: I always thought it was weird in communion when the priest, when like they would say, you can stick your tongue out and he can put it on there for you. I was like, that is weird. Mm,
0: I, I always um, held my only, hand out. I only went to church like a handful of times when I was younger. Oh, my gosh. That was so uh, fucking funny.
1: And the most embarrassing thing.
0: Uh, well, the day before the breath communion happened. <laughs>
1: you needed a butt communion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed a butt communion. Um, we went to dinner, just the girls, the night before, and we ordered a cheese plate and a roasted vegetable plate, and the vegetable plate had roasted garlic on it, and I had a little too much of the roasted garlic, and the next day, <sighs> just tell my farts Just tell straight up smelled like roasted garlic and it was so wrong and so weird and so embarrassing. Thank goodness it stopped before I taught my class because that would have been really awful if I had been farting roasted garlic everywhere. Hmm. It was so nasty, but it was also so weird to me. It was so weird. That's weird.
1: That's also the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me this week. <laughs> Was your disgusting garlic parts. Oh
0: my gosh, yes. Mr. I pooped 10 pounds. The biggest <laughs> poop I've ever had in my life yesterday.
1: And that's the most embarrassing moment. I've had. <laughs> <Yes>. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you so much you for listening. You cannot
0: edit that out.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this, to this uh, remote episode of the Husband and Wife Talk podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my God. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, remote episode of the Husband and Wife Talk podcast. My name is Corey. You can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore Lauren, L-O-R-E-N. Can you look at me in the eye. I can't look at you. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Where can they find you, you jerk? <laughs> I you told can... you that in confidence.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh. You never said don't tell anybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, You can find me at Dancing Ginger Alex, and you can also find our podcast um, at Husband and Wife Talk. And spoiler alert, one of my intentions for next month is to be more sharing, I guess, Um, more vocal on Husband and Wife Talk. So you'll get to see a lot more of that. And um, yes. Cool. Period. <laughs> done. period done alright oh thank you guys gosh, so much for so listening no, thank you bye, bye. bye. I'm feeling conversation it's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations
1: all the way across town I'm ET you can phone me girl you know me only wanna hear a different tone I know somewhere quiet we can go